Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. My name's Alex, and we are on episode seven of Survivor Pearl Islands in the middle of our rewatch of this iconic Survivor season. It's a big one titled What the Part One. Big twists happen, and we here on Outwatch are going to take the episode apart bit by bit. Uh, and explore some of the big moments and exciting things that happened. Uh, I'm joined here with my Outwatch fellow uh, participants. Boys. And girl. Thank you. Boom. And we are going to have a great time talking about Survivor today. Uh, Adam, welcome to Outwatch. Always glad to be here. Um, What's your preferred method of cooking a coconut? Uh, so I like to use a little bit of, of coconut oil. I think that really just complements coconut well. Uh, you get the pan nice and hot, and then you just give it a nice sear in and out. You know, nothing too fancy. Mm, like a like a tuna. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, welcome to Outwatch. Thank you. Glad to be here as well. How would you co- cook a coconut? Um, you know, I think raw is best. Just nibble on it, but don't cut it. You know, just nibble on the outside. That's the best part. <laughs> Chef secret. Hot Chef take. Secret. <laughs> Scott, is there any method of coconut preparation that you would fight a man over? <laughs> At least three. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't think of any. I can't think of too many ways to prepare a coconut. <laughs> There's more than one way to prep a coconut. That's what they say. I just don't think there is, though. (laughs) Nope. The great-grandpappy Baker, he told me that story (laughs) once. (laughs) What a legend. What a legend. (laughs) We ask this, of course, because one of the great moments, or actually, it's far from great, of this episode uh, happens in a near-physical confrontation between Sean and John uh, over the method of cooking a coconut, so... We want to um, get that out of the way. Don't want to cause any potential confrontations here on Outwatch. That's not good. So let's start by uh, bit by bit breaking down what happened this episode. We start rejoining the Drake tribe. Rupert got some votes and he is fighting mad. <laughs> he is spitting angry. Yeah. Spit it out. Screaming at John. Uh, in fact, he's so angry. That he looks at John and he says, you me. many, many times. <laughs> uh, I Rupert, was actually scared. <laughs> Rupert is such a wholesome character up until like this moment. Yeah, when he I, swears at John. I can't believe I voted for him end. for libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this was used in any like smear campaigns against him? <laughs> It totally was. You know How it was. How awesome would that have been? <laughs> Rupert beat Indiana. <laughs> Just like John Tim. <laughs> Both for Mike Pence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, on the Morgan tribe, it's rainy and they're running out of food. Uh, things look dire. Uh, Sean and John then, of course, have their altercation regarding coconuts and then we have the big twist of this season the outcasts twist where in a surprise all of the people voted out all six voted up to this point come back 
on a new tribe and compete in a challenge against Drake and Morgan. And if they beat them, they can vote as many people as tribes they beat back into the game. And the tribes that they beat will have to vote out people from their tribe. So they do this challenge. It's this breakout from jail sort of simulation. Uh, and the outcasts win. So, um, yeah, they do. It, it and it, this is actually the first ever three tribe challenge, too. Interesting survivor note. Hmm. But the outcasts win. Two of them are coming back into the game. Um, and so Drake and Morgan have to go to tribal council to vote out one of their own. First, uh, Sean is voted out on Drake. It's a little bit between he and John, but. Ultimately, they all kind of throw their votes on Sean. Sean's voted out. And then on the Morgan tribe, Austin decides he's going to quit. Uh, he tells everyone to vote for him. Jeff gets really pissy about the whole thing. And they don't even cast the votes. <laughs> he yeah. did get pissy. <laughs> he gets very pissy. He got real pissy about that. And Austin lays down his torch. Doesn't even get a your tribe has spoken. But he mm -hmm. just says, go home. Jeff hates people quitting. <laughs> yeah. And so the episode ends there with a big to be continued. The outcast tribal is next time. And so in the next episode, we'll see who from the outcast tribe gets voted back into the game. But at the end of this one, we lose two uh, survivors. Austin and Sean are the next ones to go. Um, and looking at our tribe sheets here. That's a a loss for Emily with Austin, uh, and Scott loses a member of his tribe in Sean. Another one bites the dust. Yes. Um, great. A pretty uh, rip roaring episode here. Big twist. <laughs> Uh, the the big thing is that like big outcast twist. What were your guys's opinions on that twist? Um, I had a lot of questions. Okay. Because I was like, so where have they been staying? Did they just uh, like, you know, they walked out of there and they're like, psych, you got to live on another part of the island. You're not leaving. I don't know. You know, uh, to make great it question. They were probably on like Ponderosa, which is the quasi resort that everybody who gets voted out stays at. Oh, um, I thought you meant Ponderosa Steakhouse. <laughs> yeah, they just fitting punishment. A state pass. <laughs> I'm not sure which I'd rather be at, you know. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. Jeff, in continuing with this line of thought, Jeff uh, thought, or he said at one point that they've been living on like smaller rations or something like that, mm -hmm. like fruit and rice or something like. He something, said like beans and protein or whatever. yeah, something like that, and. Every single person on the outcast team looked better than the Drake tribe, which is yep. the stronger tribe at this point. So, like, of course, they're going to look better than Morgan. But, like, they looked really good. Just. Yeah. Period. I'm calling I'm calling BS on all that. There's no way that in this scenario that the outcast tribe doesn't win because they have yeah. been certainly sleeping way better. Right. Yeah. That, that was and, my point, too. Yeah. Certainly eating way better, too, even if they are just like. All right, you know, you get some rice and some fruit and some fish for every meal for the until this twist happens. That's still better than what the other tribe's going to get. 
yeah. and they don't have Absolutely. the emotional stress of tribe stuff. Uh, Plus, they're certainly sleeping way better. There's no way that they lose this challenge. They don't they're have not to doing survive. Challenges. Plus, yeah, they don't have to survive. Plus, there's an extra person. There are six yeah. people on the Outcast team, as opposed to five. And this challenge involved a lot of digging and tying things together, which like that extra person is going to help you do. Mm. It. I don't know. This this seemed rigged. <laughs> Throwing it out there. Don't survivors use the R word talking CBS. about survivors. Survivors yeah. rigged. Come at me, CBS. You know what I think, Adam? What? I think you've been... Talk about getting some honey. Drinking <laughs> something. It's not rigged. <laughs> you can tell me it's not rigged when CBS stops putting commercials on things that you've already paid for. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. So it, it may not have been rigged, but I mean, it was definitely the outcast had a serious advantage there. It seemed totally completely. It was like LeBron James in the playoffs. Uh, exactly. <laughs> well, salt in the wound. That was, salt in the wound. <laughs> I'm not over it yet. There are fewer greater metaphors. <laughs> Similar. You know it is, though, because playing against LeBron James in the playoffs feels like you can do everything right and play as best as you can and play better. But the system is such that you cannot win. Exactly. It's like the Hunger Games or something. Like you're just Hold Hold you're on. designed to fail. Hold on. Play the play the Rupert thing again. Hey, NBA. You. Exactly. <laughs> so what's your thoughts on just like the idea of this twist of letting players who were voted out previously have a chance of getting back into the game? Is this the first time Survivor did this? I believe so. I was say they definitely do it like every every season. It seems like now, so this is like history in the making. Man, what they do sometimes is like Redemption Island thing. Mm. Um, but I can't. This this is the only time I can remember like an objective. You're voted out. Your torch has been snuffed. You're out, and then just randomly you're back. Well, wasn't there a I guess it wasn't random. It was a part of the game where you could like you had to compete to get back in. Yeah. Um, so that's Redemption Island. And that's okay. a, a part of the game in a number of seasons, like Scott was saying, where after you're voted out, you go to Redemption Island. And then when the next person's voted out, the two of you have a duel. Whoever wins stays on Redemption Island until a certain point in the game when whoever is on Redemption Island at that point reenters the game. Gotcha. So, uh Yeah. This seemed like this. This was a really cool twist in my mind. Like, I felt like it was thematically very appropriate. Um, hmm. Like with the whole pirate thing. And. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like it was it's a pretty I, I, we, we've talked about this a lot, how boring the season is for the first like four episodes. Mm hmm. And then the game just sort of starts coming more and more alive. And this was like when it hits the fan. This felt like the most active episode yet. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was going to say, like, the first few episodes, it was really kind of boring doing, like, watching it and then having to talk about it on these podcasts. But literally since, like, the second time we recorded. Subscribe. <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> I am very intrigued to watch the season, though. It's really growing on me. It's They really upped the ante a lot. Obviously, yeah. you know, with the current twists and everything. But, you know, it's been really entertaining. My thing with it was I, I don't necessarily mind the idea of voted people out people voted out coming back it's just like what we talked about earlier where it's like all right they're gone oh now they're back who knows what they've been up to the last 12 days you know yeah it just opens the door for so much like speculation and for them to gain an unfair advantage whereas while redemption island is not my favorite survivor element in fact i just don't like it pretty much generally uh you at least know they're on this island. They're dealing with the same sort of conditions and food shortages that you are. They're not necessarily gaining a leg up in that regard. So this yeah, way, but they, where they're just kind of out of those, the magic circle of the game for a little bit is kind of annoying to me. They also uh, lose serious points in the social aspect of yeah, this game, that's though. True. That's a good point. Like, like, I just can't imagine anyone comes back into this game and like re-enters your tribe and they're just like welcomed with open arms and they're like oh yeah we're really glad that you're back in this like i can't like especially anyone from morgan like i can't imagine anyone from morgan coming back into that game like skinny ryan or lil yeah and who else am i missing uh was Nicole? Nicole. Cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nicole was. I, I can't imagine any of them coming back into this game to Morgan, who has, like, fought tooth and nail to get back to where they are. Mm -hmm. And them just being like, oh, yeah, it's great that you're back. Yeah, you got yeah. a lot of confessionals from Savage leading up to this where it's like, I don't want any of those misfits getting a handhold in this tribe. They don't deserve being here at all. Those misfit good for nothing. It's like, Whoa, <laughs> chill out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you definitely get the sense from them that, yeah, they wouldn't be welcoming of whoever was to come back. Speaking of name-calling and finger-pointing, there was a lot of that this episode between Rupert and John uh, and Sean and John. I I wrote the note down after the John and Sean, like, so close to physical violence confrontations. Like, I hate this. This sucks. Like, <laughs> I'm so glad that this is not really a part of survivor anymore the just like straight up aggression it was like yeah so close to real physical violence like this is ridiculous yeah no go ahead go ahead scott i was gonna say yeah just it was all over like a coconut <laughs> which, yeah which i guess it could just like play into like what their mental state is at this moment in time they're kind of hungry they haven't bathed they're on an island Things are going to, like, escalate, but, yeah, I'm like, man, come on, guys. Yeah. I think that was a clear indication that something need to be, needed to be shaken up because I think they're just going crazy at this point, and they're going to fight over stupid things like coconuts because the whole time it was happening, I was like, oh, my gosh, just stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was well, mean. And you get, like, you don't really get that on the Morgan tribe. Mm -hmm. Like even when even before they were down to their five people now, you, you didn't get that sort of violence 
or the, that sort of yelling at each other, like they would get annoyed. They would get like really indecisive about things and they'd sort of argue about like the best way to do stuff or whatever. But like, I don't know. It's almost like Drake has so much excess that it just kind of that this is what they've come to that like they don't have to fight to survive so they're fighting with each other i was gonna i was gonna say it's like to be fair morgan doesn't have a coconut to fight over (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly so they fight over how to cook it you know yeah yeah we get to the the challenge the three tribe challenge first ever three tribe challenge in survivor i uh thought their silly purple uh cloths that they couldn't splurge on buffs for right. <laughs> six people. Die jerks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would be skinny Ryan in the die jerks bandana would be a really memeable moment in 2018. Hmm. It would so oh. It's like me when my FAFSA gets in the mail. <laughs> Picture of skinny Ryan with die jerks on his head. I feel like with this political landscape, it could be used in a lot of ways, too. Yeah. <laughs> Let's bring it back. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Let's go viral and then tag at Outwatch at it. Yeah, one of you loyal Outwatch listeners out there, make a make a meme of Skinny Ryan and the Die Jerks. Our, our one loyal Outwatch listener. <laughs> <laughs> and at us. Um, so after the challenge happened, what did you think was going to happen regarding uh, the vote outs, the the Drake and Morgan going to tribal? Who did you expect might be in danger from either tribe? Uh, yeah, I well, because Adam and I watched this together, and I think even before Morgan... Just assume that we watch them all together. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. Um, what... Oh, even before Morgan went to tribal council, um, Austin, we had both commented that he looks really thin and like he just looked like he was going to quit. And sure enough, he just gave up. Mm hmm. That was kind of, I think I kind of saw that coming. And he, he, really, he looked okay. really thin. Yeah, he did. Like at that point, like, I mean, he still looked cut, but like. I mean, he commented at one point, like, how much he weighed when he got there, like, 215 pounds, something like that. It's like, there's no way. Like, he, he has to have lost, like, 30, 40 pounds. Like, he was very much stage probably. ready if he was trying to be a bodybuilder. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> stage ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was really anticlimactic because he's just like, guys, vote me out, please. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that one I kind of saw coming. And on the other tribe, you know, it was pretty... You know, Rupert and the two girls seem pretty tight. He printed it. It was either a Sean or John thing for me watching it. Mm. I yeah, I don't understand why they didn't vote John out. Like part of his reasoning when they when they were like, you know, choose or like you, you have two minutes to tell us why you should stay. Like one mm-hmm. thing that John said is like, I've proven myself to be loyal. You literally tried to vote out Rupert last time. Like, you've proven yourself to not be trustworthy. And you went to Sean, you were like, this is the case, man. It's either you or him. Will you be with us now? And he, like, he agreed. I mean, obviously, he was gonna, he's going to choose that to save himself. But I don't know. I just, like, I, yeah. You think you think going Sean there instead of John was a bad move? I think it's a bad move. I think 
I mean, you, you have to assume that. I don't know. Looking at the outcasts. My guess of who was going to like, I, I was sure that Burton was going to come back. I am. I am sure that Burton's going to come back. Um, <laughs> and so you, you have that sort of to deal with, like, you know, an ally of Sean might come back. But like you have the numbers still. And it can't be that much longer till a merger, like a merger has to be coming. So mm-hmm. I just I don't, I don't know. Like, I think I think if someone's going to flip, it's going to be John because he realizes that he's not going to win against Rupert. Listen, yeah, so, if Austin okay. and John went out at the same episode, I would have had to quit this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we're lucky that they did. Yeah, right. for, your, for your sake I'm, for the and the sa- sake of our podcast, for, I'm glad for, that's not what happened. For the sake of diversity on our podcast. Right. <laughs> you really could be the boys. <laughs> Emily, even if your whole team was eliminated, we would still want you on the show. Why, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, it's an interesting conversation because you get the feeling that, I don't know, like John is more weaselly and strategic for sure, but it almost seems like Sean is more disgruntled and like uh, would maybe be more willing to like flip over. Um, And John, even though he's like weaselly and kind of a jerk, he is a jerk, but like with the Drake folks, you know? Yeah. That is true. So, it, yeah, it is an interesting kind think, of question. I think I just hate John, so. <laughs> <laughs> You've made that very clear over the yeah. course of this podcast. Yeah. You're blinded by your hatred of John. Yeah, think, this this is why I wouldn't be good on, the, on Survivor. <laughs> I think Sean would definitely be the more physical player. Yeah. If you wanted to go that route, but... Obviously, yeah, and that know. makes sense too. I guess if you think a merge is coming, you want to get rid of someone who has a real shot at winning individual immunity, right? Yeah, yeah. And you, I would, it would be really hard for me to picture John winning any kind of physical challenge, just at his stature, especially over just yeah. other competitors in the field. Yeah, but I, I believe early in the episode, Rupert called him Johnny Pain in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> Johnny Fair, Johnny Fair play, more like Johnny Payne in the ass. <laughs> uh, in the the tribal going, yeah, the Drake tribal. I wrote this note um, after more like aggression, and when it wasn't aggression, like no one had anything interesting or vulnerable or dynamic to say. They just kind of gave like a coach press conference you know answers mm-hmm. i was like is this how everything was in 2003 <laughs> like or is it just like people not really casting well or knowing how to get it out of people yet where it's like everything is either aggressive or like deadpan or overtly sexual you know <laughs> <laughs> i think that's just post 9-11 america you know Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe we can attribute a lot of it to Jeff just not being as, you know, masterful at his craft yet. I think that is a lot of it. I think part of it, too, is like, 
people aren't thinking as strategically as they will. Mm-hmm. And so Survivor in this stage is. It's 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 almost more of a like actual survival game than a social game like the social game is important, but it's not. Everything. Yeah, uh, it's like the only the only people giving interesting confessionals or like tribal council remarks are Rupert, Sandra, John. That's about it. Yeah, you know, I think they, they just don't know how to cast yet. Well, and, or maybe and every, this is just indicative of early reality TV casting, just like objectively yeah. beautiful people. And every single one of Andrew's confessionals are just him like talking himself up. Yeah, that's yeah. so true. We can do it. We got this. Like we can. You know. <laughs> yes. Anytime Andrew is talking to the camera, that's what he's saying. That's absolutely true. He's really been like the narrator for the at least the Morgan side of the story mm-hmm. this so this far though. Like anytime something's happening, we're hearing it from Andrew almost every time. Well, I mean, um, who who else would you hear from? You got you got Dara, you got Austin, you got Rhino, who doesn't say anything. Tawana. Yeah, it's nuts how much like a such a high percentage of the screen time Savage is getting yeah. on the Morgan tribe. Because yeah, I I don't remember the last time I actually saw a confessional from Tawana or Rhino. Yeah, you forgot Rhino especially. Game. Rhino is grossly under underrepresented. I would say. Uh, I have to make mention of Johnny Fairplay's voting booth confessional confessional here, too, <laughs> when he uh, this is the first one of the two episodes. So he just walks up, writes Sean's name down, shows the camera, goes you and drops this thing. In the- <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Mm. I forgot about that. It's he pretty sucks good. So much. He sucks so much. <laughs> <laughs> We've got. In the next episode, we'll find two back-to-back killer voting booth confessionals out of Johnny Fairplay. <laughs> but yeah, just the <laughs> uh, disregarding, uncaring <laughs> F.U. <laughs> confessional was so good. <laughs> it was it was just like, I don't know, it was perfect for what had happened earlier in the episode yeah. with everybody. Like, it was, yeah. I'll give the him release that. of all this aggression. <laughs> he also like he is he has no idea if he's going to stay or not. So this is a yeah. moment where he's just like, I don't care. Like, this is how I feel. <laughs> so Sean gets voted out. Anything else to mention about that? I feel like we covered that pretty well. That just sucks that he's the first one in this season who's actually out. You know, <laughs> everyone else was kind of out. So really, he's the first loser. Yeah. 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 Hmm. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Sucks Poor to Sean. suck. Sucks to suck. Sorry, Scott. You lost that's to Sean. A, that's okay. I don't even like Sean. So. <laughs> <laughs> Team just banded by Team Jameis Winston. Team Jameis Winston. <laughs> <laughs> the Jameis Winston tribe. I just want to remind our listeners that our uh, tribes this season are named after three famous pirates. That we can tell you uh, all about. <laughs> Bart, Lancaster, and Jameis Winston, a buccaneer in his own right. <laughs> <laughs> he sailed the ocean publics in search of Bob. 
<laughs> want to see what you're playing for? <laughs> a cooler full of Publix lobster. <laughs> and all the fixings. <laughs> He's going to eat a W today. <laughs> Scott, you ate the L this episode, though, unfortunately. I know I did. <laughs> all right. So Morgan Tribal Council. Um Austin quits, and it's a really, really good tribal from Jeff because you actually get the emotion out of him. It's pretty much all negative emotion, but yeah, there, this is still, like we've said, Jeff finding his stride as a host. There's a lot of tribals where he's just kind of like, so what happened with this? Cool. What happened with this? But like he's, he's actually digging into it. Maybe Jeff he's, maybe he's learning the ways of the human. It's an alien. <laughs> I will say... In a sexual way. <laughs> ah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, I will say, I think part of this from Jeff is, he, I think he sees Austin, like, quitting without quitting by telling his teammates to vote for him. And Jeff is sort of like, no, like, you're not going to get to quit without quitting. Like, you want to leave, you're gone. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like you don't get, allow him the dignity yeah. of being voted out. Yeah, you don't get voted out. You quit. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know. Did you guys know that this is the first time in Survivor history that someone quits? Oh, I really? Mm hmm. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Enough. Austin is the first ever quitter. So he really is the first loser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. More so than Sean. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah, there was like the. Um, He's like, so so you're going to quit. And he's like, man, you could call it quitting. You could call it hanging up the towel, whatever. Like Jeff just really wanted him to admit that he was quitting. Yeah. <laughs> and you get it at the end, too. I think like what drives even him like I think this is a personal thing for him, not even like a production thing. His frustration with people quitting is he's like, there's so many people who want to be on this game so badly and like try so hard to be that when someone comes out here and quits, yeah. it's like unfair to all of them. You know, I understand the frustration there. You know, there are probably millions of people that want to go on this show, four mm-hmm. of which are in this podcast. And <laughs> let's first, not go that far. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I would, I would in a, in a second. I mean, if yeah. you asked me, I'm not going to, I'm not going to see one. Video there's for... one. Let's be honest. There's one. Um, but, <laughs> But yeah, for for one person to go in there and like not make the most of that opportunity, it's got to be upsetting to them at that like as the producers and the people who run the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's also like it's just not it's not fun if people quit. Like Yep. Like it just sucks. It was stupid. Like Austin hurt his team and just left the game. Do you think people were too hard on him, his tribe and Jeff, or was it uh, warranted? I feel like his tri- did anyone feel like his tribe was as mad as Jeff was? I feel like <laughs> I mean they talked to Tuana a little bit and she was just kind of like, yeah, I saw this and he's just finally doing it, you know. 
Yeah, that's kind of the vibe I got. They were just they were kind of like mean in like a nice way. They're like, yeah, I don't know what I don't know what he's thinking, but you know that's what that's his that's his. You know, I can't understand what's going on in his head. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to put myself there, but he's really kind of a wuss. But you know, <laughs> I'm sure part of that stems from them just being like, well, he's going to quit, so now we don't have to figure out who to yeah. vote, vote out. I was just thinking that right. too. Right. Because then they're all safe. Because who, who's that on that true. team? It's it's Andrew, Austin left, Tawana, Dara, Rhino, Rhino. and Rhino. Rhino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, Rhino's my guy. So Tawana and Dara are the two people that are probably going to go home if you go to a vote. Yeah, if you're one of them, I think that you're more than okay with Austin quitting. Yeah, because it's not you, and you're going to emerge here soon. And Austin's like the prototypical merge boot. So it just ex- moves the process along one step further. Unless maybe you're savage, not to put the cart before the horse here, but uh, taking Austin out of the game may open him up for vulnerability. Maybe if Austin's in the game, there's a big guy there, a bigger, at least physically guy than Savage that could soak up that target. I, like, I don't feel like we've gotten a chance to really see Andrew play this game. Yeah, because just yep. his, his team, he, he hasn't been able to do anything to motivate his team. Yeah, he he hasn't figured out the survival element of this game, but he's just always hungry. I feel like <laughs> if uh, I feel like if he were to come back in a later season, we would get a better Andrew Savage. That is a take that would prove to be true. <laughs> what? What? Um, yeah, he comes back in Cambodia, which is season Oh my gosh. It's like the grudge. <laughs> you sound like Tina Belcher. <laughs> Six, five, four, three, two, season thirty. Wow. So a long time from now. Wow, he that comes is back, so but he far. Does. That's like, what, 12 years? At least. Yeah, probably. Dang. That's crazy. Yep. He's in comes another back decade in, of life. Yeah. In Cambodia. He's got to be. He, how old is he in this season? Like, is he in his like, 30s, 40s? He's probably in his 40s. So when he came back on Cambodia, he was 54. <laughs> yeah. So Wait, he no, sorry. Like, he's 54 now. My bad. He was born 54. in 63. So he's like, oh, he's as old 40? as my parents. He's like 40 at this time. So 2000. Yeah, he's about 40. He would have been in his 30s. It would have been 16 years ago. Yeah. So if he's 54 now, then he would have been like 38. 38. That sounds about right. And now you've heard us do math. On this we're, podcast. Yes, we're a math, the math cast. The math cast. <laughs> <laughs> Alec, to, Alex gets to decide to, later who got to the joke first. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> not to not to spoilers here, but um, Cambodia, the season he returns on, is Survivor Second Chance, and it's a fan vote. So uh, what, he gets the first fan time they voted back in? Yeah, so there were a bunch of people they put up to get voted in. Uh, to this season, and he got voted in. I think that's, that's one I watched with you, Gooch. 
Um, I can't remember if it was or not. I feel like it was. It might or have been. Maybe not. I forget. It's around that time frame, so it would make sense. Well, I would I'm say who the winner is, but I don't want to. Because uh, Wu was on that one. Wu came back. Huh? Because I think Wu. Yeah, Wu came back. Yeah, I remember. Freaking Wu. Survivor he's in Apple right commercials here. now. Did you know that? No, is he really? Yeah, he's in an Apple commercial. Okay, well, maybe he got his million dollars there because he completely blew his chance. In <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, dude. Because he completely blew it. <laughs> yeah, it was like, uh, so Kelly Wigglesworth and Spencer Bledsoe and Keith Nail and Stephen Fishback. I think you probably watched it. Anyway, let's talk about Survivor Pearl Island some more. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I also made the note in this tribal council um, that we need subtitles for Dara 100% of the time. <laughs> I have the hardest time understanding what she's saying. We absolutely I, need subtitles. I watched all my television with subtitles, so I've always understood her. <laughs> so you can tell her. You Man, can tell us what she says. Everything, word for word. Uh, I can't do that. I hurt for you that you that you do that. <laughs> I love subtitles. They're the best. Uh, it just distracts me from the actual like image. You got to learn to read quicker. Uh. <laughs> In this case, for for Dara, it's probably helpful. <laughs> yeah. So, what was your expectation uh, heading into this next episode? Do any of these players who are going to be voted back in have any chance of doing anything the rest of the way? Depends on who gets in. Mm. So who would you think would have a shot of doing something? I think Burton does if he gets in. Okay. He's a physical enough player that I think he could win an immunity challenge and get on to the next. He could make some moves. So one thing we didn't mention yet is that the... Returning player, or not returning players, players that get voted back in get automatic immunity for this next one. Oh, right. Which is good. I think a good call because otherwise it's just so easy to vote one of them out. Mm -hmm. Gives them a little Completely. bit of life. I, yeah, I, I think it makes sense if you don't merge the tribes. I'm yeah. not sure it makes sense if you do merge the tribes. So, like, That's my fair. impression going into this next episode is that we're not going to get a tribe merge until the one after this one. Yep. Um, I think I agree with Scott. I think Burton's got a shot at it if he can get through, if he can get to the merge. Just because, just because he's a physical player, like, he's he's got a shot to win some immunities. He's basically starting fresh in like relationships with people so yeah yeah i i think he's got a shot i don't feel like michelle has the social game to play with everybody that's left revenge baby uh yeah that was, <laughs> it's all about the revenge she sounds like she's 12 so <laughs> yeah i don't think lil i don't think lil can do anything um or skinny ryan Who's left? Nicole? We talked about Bye, Trish. Trish. We talked about Trish. Mm -hmm. She could she's a Trish. pretty good player. Yeah, I think Trish Trish could make moves if she can if she gets in and gets to the merge again. Like that's Yeah. That's the big thing is if if she can get to the merge and is playing a new social game with everybody, I think she's got a shot. 
I think Nicole has a shot, too, but we never really got to see her play. So, you know, that's my thing is she's such a blank slate. I don't know if that would be a benefit or if that would just not help at all. Right. Yeah. The most important thing we know about Nicole is that she wasn't wearing anything (laughs) under her dress. (laughs) Oh, she's the one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, robot, Jeff. Oh, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she voted herself off after that comment. (laughs) <laughs> I would say they could have given her a bra when she came back into the game. <laughs> it's so mean. No, she That's just got the, the diet for, of, you know? right. of rice and protein. <laughs> nothing, nothing about bras. Yeah. <laughs> so let's look at our our fantasy survivor uh, standings here. After the seventh episode. Um, Adam maintains his mm. lead, the Lancaster tribe. Mm, mm, uh, mm. We'll go through player by player mm, here and mm, see what mm, happens. Mm, so, mm, uh, Emily, your tribe, Bart tribe, you got a point out of Andrew and a point out of John. Both. Uh, so I'm counting uh, the votes as votes for Morgan. Yeah, I, no, I think because you they affect they effectively voted. Yeah, I think right. I think, it wasn't oh, like yes. a. If Austin at the tribe got medevaced or quit, um, I wouldn't have counted them. But they went to tribal. It was a non-official vote, but a vote that nonetheless. So I'll count them. So you get a point out of Andrew and a point out of John, both of whom voted correctly and stayed in the game. Zero points from Austin because he did not vote correctly or stay in the game. Technically, Austin did vote correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, (laughs) (laughs) seeing as though the the rules for survivor are you can't vote for yourself. Fair enough. I'm going to say he didn't. (laughs) An astute point, though. I wonder who he would have voted for. Yeah. It's a good, good question. Probably Dara. (laughs) Who knows? It will forever remain a mystery. One of the big survivor mysteries. Uh, Scott, so Emily, that leaves you with 11 points altogether. Great. Scott, you got a point out of Kristen and out of Rhino for voting correctly and surviving and zero points out of Sean for voting incorrectly and getting voted out. And you are also at 11 points. All right. And Adam, uh, the Lancaster tribe, you got a point out of Rupert, Sandra and T. Each what? voted correctly oh. and survived, and you're at 13 and a half points, so you're up by a cool two and a half points. He is dancing right now. But uh, be warned, with the merge likely coming soon, the potential to get points really swings, because um, you get two points per individual immunity. Hmm. Um, yeah, plus plus I, I know Trish isn't, like, I, I can't imagine Trish comes back into this game. I feel like Burton's going to come back in, which will help Scott. And yeah, some people may be reclaiming a player here. Michelle Burton. has a shot coming back in. So the the points may increase, and it's anyone's game still. We've only just begun, <laughs> guys. This is, yeah, this is really when the season gets good. This is where Once, the real like. This is honestly like it's gone from. This season has gone from. I don't understand why this is so highly rated. To this is pretty great actually. Yeah, I'm yeah. more invested now for sure. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah. 
the every season man gets so much better when the merge hits. It's like this is when the game really really kicks up. Yeah. You get a lot of kind of like ticky tack stuff pre merge, but now it's for real. And so <laughs> is Outwatch. It's for real. Uh, you because it's so real. You ought to subscribe to us on <laughs> iTunes and Spotify. So- uh, and you should follow us on Twitter at Outwatch Podcast. Hey, you should let us know too. Uh, at us on Twitter. First of all, if you make a skinny Ryan meme, we'd love to see it. Um, and let us know your thoughts on this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, until then, next week on Outwatch, we'll take on part two of this episode where the stuff really hits the fan. Uh, so thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. I think our outro music should be Justin Timberlake. Hey, he's going to say it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> so, <for> real. <laughs>